Are you ready for it? Welcome to Ready For It, a Taylor Swift podcast. I'm Chandler. I'm Rebecca. I'm Bailey. And I'm Lizzie. So be fearless. Speak now. Put on your favorite shade of red. While shaking it off in a getaway car. Because sometimes you need to calm down. And wrap yourself up in your favorite cardigan. To find some happiness. And listen as we talk about the iconic poet herself, Miss Swift. Let's do this. Oh, is that my cue? Like, do you guys want me to start? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Today we're going to be discussing Mary's song, Oh My, My, My. That is the 10th song on her debut album. So one of the last on the original album, the only song after this would be our song on the original album. So, yeah. All right. And some general background. So this was released October 24th, 2006. There's actually three writers on this song, um, including Taylor. So Taylor, Liz Rose, and Brian Monner. Producers Nathan Chapman and Chad Carlson. Hold on. What? Who did you say the third one was? Because I've got somebody different. Oh, what? I have Brian Mayer. That's what, that's, I just said his last name wrong. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't pronounce anything. So Brian Mayer. How do you say it? I don't know. It's M A H E R. Yes. That looks like like Mayor Maher. Maher. Maybe you did say it right. I looked at that and I thought Mayor. Mayor. Maybe reason. it's Mayor. Yeah. Is that what I said? Mayor. 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 It sounded like you said Brian like Mayor. you. It sounded like you had an N and a T in there, which is why I was confused. No. That's her boyfriend. And Nathan Chapman and Chad Carlson as the producers. I tried to look up this Brian guy on the internet, obviously. I couldn't find anything about him. The only person who comes up is Brent Maher, who is also a songwriter in Nashville. But obviously, Brian and Brent are very different names. And then Brian Maher, Maher, or whatever. But he's a soccer player. So I don't think that's the same person. <laughs> I mean, you never know. No, I didn't. I've never heard the name before, so... Yeah. Who knows? But more background. So this was a song inspired by Taylor's next door neighbors. It was an old couple that she had known since she was a child. Oh no, I'm sorry. The old couple has no no need know each other since they were children i can't make words and they were talking to taylor one night about how they met and she really loved the story and was inspired by it and which makes sense because the song is pretty much the story of their love their life so it's beautiful and that's really all i got okay so there's only one quote that i could find and I, the, I, saw, I found it on Song Facts, but she says, I wrote this song about a couple who lived next door to us. They'd been married forever, and they came over one night for dinner and were just so cute. They were talking about how they fell in love and got married and how they met when they were just little kids. I thought it was so sweet because you can go to the grocery store and read the tabloids and see who's breaking up and cheating on each other or just listen to some of my songs. Ha ha. But it was really comforting to know that all I had to do was go home and look next door to see a perfect example of forever. Oh, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. So, that's all I got. Yeah. In terms of like acclamations or anything like that, there's, I mean, there's not anything on this song yet. I mean, no one even like mentions it. Like <laughs> no one talks about it. Um, Which is a tragedy. It yes, really is. Amazing. I really feel like this is, this song is underrated. I, it's, it, it's on. in my top five for sure. But I mean, other than the the awards that the album itself won, there's nothing on this song. This one's really skipped over a lot. Yes. It makes me so sad. This this actually for the longest time was like my favorite song on debut. And it actually might be if I'm talking about like the original like OG debut, like not, you know, the kind that had like I'm only me with I with you and, you know, the other songs on it. It would be my favorite song. So it's just, it's such a good song. It makes me sad. It's also Um, a quintessential Southern, like, country song. Like, yeah. With its storytelling and, like, the whole, like, how it comes back around. You know, that's very, like, typical in country music where they they tell the story and then, like, 
there's this big reveal. It's like a twist at the end kind of thing. She does that here. She plays with that. And, and just some of the lyrics that she chooses. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're fine. Yeah, just like, I mean, we'll get to it. But like, our daddies used to joke. Like, that's a very like, mamas, daddies, you know. It's just, it's a very southern country-esque and, like, I feel like at some point we all, like, hope to have this kind of, like, love that she, yeah. like, you know, conveys in this song. It's, like, you know, especially when you're a kid or, like, a teen and you're, like, fantasizing and stuff about that. Like, oh, it's just, like, that ideal, like, where it's, like, you've known each other and you grew up together and it is just so cute, you know? We talk about it. We mentioned it in the last episode in um, Should Have Said No, but... She grooms us for what not to accept from men, but she also kind of grooms us for what to expect. Like, you should accept and expect a fairy tale. Like, a a man or somebody should treat you like a princess. Yeah, the person that you end up with, I mean, even if they don't treat you like a princess, like, they should treat you how you want to be treated and, you know how I think most people want to be treated is they just want to be loved and appreciated. They want somebody who's kind, like, you know, when you're thinking about like a life partner, like a spouse, like somebody who you can literally be 87 and 89 years old with, like that, that's what you're going to want, you know, is the, the not necessarily a fairy tale, which like, I know a lot of people want that, but like some, somebody who's just going to be there and treat you right. Yeah, I was going to say, this song, it doesn't show, like, about what to expect in a man or a woman. It shows what to expect in a love. Yeah. Like, it, it's, like, what to, like, you want the kind of love that is there through thick and thin. And sometimes that isn't a fairy tale. Like, it isn't, like, yeah. you know, life isn't. And this is real. This is, like, very just raw and, like, just, it's real. It's a precursor for other songs, which yeah. we'll get into when we talk about the lyrics. But... It does play up her storytelling and how she can take one little thing that she hears from a conversation with someone and just, like, make it into this beautiful song, their whole story in one song. I mean, that's amazing. I, I like, you know, I I remember listening to this song and, and just romanticizing, like, a crush that I had, like, a childhood crush. And just, like, making it, like, all about us and picturing our life together. You know, because I w- I'm a romantic, and this song definitely brings that side of me, and that's why it's, like, one of my favorites. It definitely just, I don't know, it, it makes my heart very happy. I always was kind of sad because, if you don't know, my name is Mary. <laughs> so, um, I had a friend who would be like, oh my god, Chandler you could be the Mary in Mary's song. This could be your song. And I'm like, yeah, except I don't know anybody who I was like childhood crush crushing on when I was seven and they were nine. So this is not my song. <laughs> but one little like thing to make you just throw up a little bit in your mouth. One day, hopefully I will be 87 when my husband is 89. So like the back half of it. There That's you go. Cute. I was just gonna say that like this song it's it conveys that like one in a million type of love like this this song is the type of love that like Hallmark movies are created about and like books are written about this kind of like love where it's like you truly find your like soulmate and it's just in the way it happens and I think at some point most all of us romanticize that like we hope to have that and so it's really cool that she was able to capture this in a song forever. And I'm sure that these people have passed on at this point because they were pretty old when she went. I think at, she interviewed them and asked if she could write a song. And she sat down with them like one day over the length of time and then like just like wrote down some stuff. And then it, it came into it turned into this song. This song kind of reminds me of You Are In Love. From '99, yes. it's like, it's like this song is more specific, and you are in love is almost what you imagine love to be, what you want love to be, and then this is like you found the love, almost. See, I really think of it's nice to have a friend when I think of this song. I think that it's nice to have a friend is like, 
the yeah. grown up version yes. of yeah. Mary's song. Because there's like less detail, but she's less like specific detail. Um, like obviously the way that it's nice to have a friend is written is very almost minimalistic. I- but you still get the same point across. And it kind of almost feels like the same story. Like first verse, you have like, we're kids. Second verse, teenagers. Third verse, we're married. We're getting married. So I I just see the similarities between those two songs. I remember when I first heard It's Nice to Have a Friend and I like texted you Chandler and I was like, oh my God, this sound, I don't know if you remember, but I like- I texted you and I was like, this is Mary's song on my, my, my grown-up version. <laughs> like, it, it sounds it exactly the same. So. Yeah, it's I mean, like it, it the country cousin yes. version. That okay, one cousin you have in Oklahoma. Because I totally thought that I said this in a group, in our group you chat. You did. You'd said that too. But I remember, like, after Lover came out, like, after the album actually came out, before, did we already have our group chat then? No, be, no, mm, mm. No, no, no. So I remember texting you. Either way. Okay. But yeah, it really is. I feel like a lot, like, it's nice to have a friend where it just talks about the different stages of having that one person by your side in different seasons of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do we want to get started on the lyrics? Yeah, we'll just jump right in. Um, she said, I was seven and you were I looked at you like the stars that shine in the sky, the pretty lights. And our daddies used to joke about the two of us growing up and falling in love. And our mamas smiled and rolled their eyes and said, oh, my, my, my. I love this. I don't know. I just like picture like, like little Lizzie. And I was like obsessed with a kid like for a long time. Like I, I thought we were going to get married. He was like, I you know, we were, we did Taekwondo together. This is back when I, like, thought I was, like, really special, really cool during Taekwondo. And, you know, I thought that, like, he was the sweetest kid. And we were inseparable, you know. And and then, you know, we even met up when we were, te- we disconnected. And then we met, we found each other on Facebook. No way. And then we, like, met up when we were teens and then there was a little romance there, but nothing happened. And then I went away to college. And then I never heard. I heard from him again at the end of college. Like, he tried to hang out. And I was like, I'm over like that. I have all these <laughs> other boys and whatever. But, you know, it's like a cute little. And so this song, I'll always relate to that boy. Because it just, you know, it could have been. I'm kind of glad it didn't because... I mean, obviously, it worked out for the best. It did. I had a a a guy like this as well. A couple of them, both in my neighborhood. (laughs) It sounds really bad. I'm saying that out loud, like it sounds weird. Um, I mean, you've literally said before on this podcast that you can't even count the number of boys you've dated. So this is on brand. Yeah. I'm being genuine. Um, <laughs> but, like, this one kid, we're the same age, though. And, yeah, and we were in the same, like, kindergarten class and stuff like that. And we went all through, you know, elementary, middle, and high school together. But, like, when I was in kindergarten, he, like, had a crush on me. And, you know, like, I invited him to my birthday party. You know, like, all the kids in the class got invited to the birthday party. And he had to pick out his present for me specifically. And his mom and, like, my mom, like, got together and joked about us getting married one day and stuff like that. And, like, they did that over the years, you know. And so, like, it was just, I always, like, related the song to, like, this, even though the age difference wasn't there. But, you know, we went through, like, we grew up together in a way. And so, yeah. But uh, um, still having a like a something going on even in high school because you definitely told me about this. Okay, we never we hooked up once, and that was after we graduated high school. But there was a lot of drama back and forth because, like, he was the kind of guy that's like, and he's still this way. That's like, he didn't want me to date anyone else, but he like didn't want to be with me. Does that make sense? Yes. So we fought a lot. So that's when I was like, 
what I've talked about before, like having being with like emotionally unavailable guys, like he's like the blueprint for me. Like he was just, and he's still this way. He's been dating this girl forever (laughs) and the same girl forever. And like, I'll run into him when I go back home, which is like the craziest thing ever too, because like his parents still live in our neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's very Southern, like. Tis the damn season. (laughs) How do you... He really is. Like, that is... I, that's who I've thought of. Like, he's, like, one of those people that, like, if, like, I had never gotten married kind of thing, like, I could go home and, like, you know, and, like, have that, like, over holidays hookup kind of thing with. Anyways, he'd been dating this girl forever, like, for years, and I asked him when he was gonna marry her, if he was, you know, like, kind of thing. He's like, everybody always asks me that. I'm like, you've been dating her for so long, like, just either take the next step or, like, move on you know what I mean or like break it off and like instead of just like staying in this like Limbo. anyways on a totally different note I was gonna say this like this first verse it kind of reminds me of the best day lyrics the innocence that she portrays in the best day when she says I don't know why all the trees change in the fall and things like that you know because she talks about I looked at you like the stars that shine in the sky the pretty lights you know just that like childhood innocence where you don't know much you just know that you know the stars are really pretty at night and fire it's kind of like you're out. growing like the song is growing up like it it begins very young and then it goes to teen years and then it goes to old and the grown I was say i really like yeah this, the structure of the song itself it the story she tells is just so cohesive and the way she tells it it's so also when i listen to the song I, what I imagine is the same thing as the music video. There is no music video. There is. No, there's not. Not an official one. It's not not official official. one. Then it's not a, it's not a Taylor Swift music video. It's like a, she only did like Picture to Burn, Teardrops on My Guitar, Our Song. Should have said no, didn't even have an official video. She only did like those three for music videos. But I know what you're talking about, Bailey. It's the one that like pops up when you like look up Mary Song on oh, my my my. No, it's like a I don't it's not an official so the one. The one by Just Red. Yeah. Like that's two little kids. Yeah. That's like Bailey oh. <laughs> yeah. Be... Anyway, they, they did a good job on like that's what I imagine it to be like. And I feel like it was so easy to create that because this song is so good at telling the story. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, she is painting the picture like beautifully. Like mm-hmm. it, you see two little kids and then you see them grow up and it's like a movie. It's like a movie yeah. in a song. It is. Like that's yeah. what it is. The first verse really like introduces you to the story and the characters. It's like opening the first page of a book. Yeah. I agree. Yes, that's a great way to it put kinda it. It kind of gives this song also reminds me a, lo- a little bit of Seven. That oh, at least, oh. yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, at least the innocent part. In the beginning, like like talking about you know their little pirates, we can be pirates. Yeah, and India and like things like that. Yeah, the innocence of like just not knowing much. Right, of being a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. So and the, and I like it. I love. I just this is a really good intro. Yeah, I agree. Okay, for the chorus, take me back to the house in the backyard tree. Said you'd beat me up. You were bigger than me. You never did. You never did. Take me back. When our world was one block wide, I dared you to kiss me and ran when you tried. Just two kids, you and I. Oh my, 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 my. So I, I'm not sure how it shows up in the lyric book, like, but I'm on Genius lyrics. And it says verse one, chorus one, and then verse two, chorus two. And each of the choruses are different. And chorus yes. one kind of goes with, verse one and I just I yeah was, all the I choruses in verse like all of the choruses are different in this song they relate um, to like the age of yeah that yeah. she's the first about. verse of the first chorus they're little kids they're seven and nine the second verse and the second chorus they're teenagers 16 and 18 and then the third verse and the fourth verse they're adults they're getting married and then you know like it doesn't say Verse one, chorus one, verse two, chorus two, and so on and so forth. But 
if you can like see she's written out everything obviously this is the only one like look how long Mm -hmm. that like the lyrics are it looks like an actual story and then like for comparison like she's got three songs on these pages yeah yeah she doesn't label it at all so like in most of her songs she'll label the chorus so that she can say like repeat chorus later in the lyric book but this doesn't have any labels at all Um, i mean i I love that it is like a book like it is is. it's this is like a short story yeah I think I said this in another episode that we did. I don't, I don't remember. I've said it to somebody, but I'm really surprised that there's not like a Nicholas Sparks book that's like based, not that I like (laughs) read Nicholas Sparks books anymore. (laughs) I got tired of, um, you know, only reading about straight white couples. It's the same formula too. (laughs) Nicholas Sparks is is. the same. It's just like Mm -hmm. different characters. Yeah. But it is really similar to that style, you know, that, yeah. that very, like, almost, like, And those were really popular, too, like, at the time when she was writing these, oh, like, yeah. writing this song. So, like, like not only was, was the cup, like, and this also speaks volumes about Taylor now. I mean, she's still getting, you know, and song inspiration from, you know, books, relation like friend relationships like it's not just her own life and like we've said this repeatedly how she's not just writing songs about her ex-boyfriends or current boyfriends or her love life she's writing songs about you know the things around her she's taking it all in she it's more she has more depth to her i should say it's yeah, not great and we're still seeing that, like, you know, even with Folklore and Evermore and oh, you know, yeah. whatever else, like, she's still pulling from some of her old roots. And we've gone back in some of our older episodes and we've said, oh, she says this in this song and then in Reputation she says this or whatever. And, you know, this, we said before, this song is just the child version, let's call it, of It's Nice to Have a Friend. Yeah. Yeah. I really love the line, take me back to take me back when our world was one block wide. Cause that just, that is the perfect line. And then even the the next line, I dared you to kiss me and ran when you tried, like that just seems like such a little kid way to look at things, you know, like when you were little and boys had cooties and like, <laughs> you know, and like you literally like, like growing up, I like played in my cold sack and that was basically it. So it's all you knew. Like that was just, yeah. That was your world. Your world was one block wide. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. that was going to say that's like my favorite line of this course. That is my favorite line. Like, I think one of my favorite lines in the whole song as well, because it's just so beautifully said, like, and she could have said it like in so many other different ways that were less like eloquent. But the way that she put it was just so clever. And it's kind of like, like what you were mentioning about best day, like this, this kind of this line too reminds me of that because in that song, she also draws on, like, you know, reminiscing on when she was younger and how, like, days were, she was more innocent and, like, you know, didn't know all the answers. And this really yep. plays on. Okay, do we want to move on to the next verse? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was 16 when suddenly I wasn't that little girl you used to see, but your eyes still shined like pretty lights. And our daddies used to joke about the two of us. They never believed we'd really fall in love. And our mamas smiled and rolled their eyes and said, oh, my, my, my. I like how in the second verse, she draws it back to the, and our daddies used to joke about the two of us. And then it, the, the next line changes. But then the next line is the same. And our mama smiled and rolled their eyes. Yeah. And I think that kind of lends into like the fact that it's like when, I mean, I don't personally agree with like sexualizing little children and being, well, not necessarily sexualizing, but like, just like saying like, oh, these two kids are going to get married when they're older. Like, oh, is that your boyfriend? When they're like two years old, like right, right, that kind of thing. But, um. You know, parents will be, like, joking around, like, oh, maybe one day they'll, they'll get married or something. Oh, look at them fighting or, like, arguing or, like, chasing each other. Like, they're going to get married one day. Mm-hmm. But then they don't really mean it. They're just joking around. And so 
it, I think it's a very good thing. Like the line that's like our daddies used to joke about the two of us, but they never believed we'd really fall in love. That just kind of feels like a Southern dad kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then the mom, the moms are like smiling and rolling their eyes because they knew. They knew. <laughs> and also her inflection on that. They never believed we'd really fall in love that we really fall in love. If you listen to that part of the song, you know, she emphasizes it with her inflection when she sings it. Yeah. I love this verse too, because I love the line, like I I wasn't the little girl you used to see, but your eyes still shine like pretty lights. Cause this is also like foreshadowing, like I'm only me when I'm with you a little bit. Like it's the same starry night. And also maybe looking back on like Tim McGraw too, which actually when we jump into the next chorus, I, I think of Tim McGraw. So like, it's like, it, it puts all of these different songs like almost together in a way. If this song was the only song on on an album, like it, this could be multiple songs. Just you could draw multiple songs just from this song. Mm-hmm. You could have a song just about them being kids. You could have a song just about them being teenagers and in love. You could have a song about them growing old. It's such a complex song. <laughs> this one. Yeah. Like you could write up. You could write about this type of love in general which is really where I think of you are in love yeah no exactly yeah which is like describing the love that they're talking about yeah take me back to the creek beds we turned up 2 a.m riding in your truck and all I need is you next to me I I really want to sing it (laughs) it's hard not to yeah (laughs) take me back to the time we had our very first fight the slamming of doors instead of kissing goodnight you stayed outside till the morning light oh my 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 I think this also gave me unrealistic expectations about like, you know, a teenage romance and the fact that like if you're slamming doors and like yelling at someone, they might not stand outside your house all night waiting for you to forgive them. Like that's not also what's that freaking song? I'm like so tired. I can't even think of the fearless. The way I love you. Yes. Yes. That's immediately what I thought of too when you were talking about unrealistic expectations of romance and teenage love. Yeah, I mean, I love it. This, you know, take me back to the creek beds we turned up. 2 a.m. riding in your truck and all I need is you next to me. Like, I think that's, like, it's such a normal thing, but it's so powerful at the same time. Like, they're literally just two kids, like, riding around in a small town with nothing to do. But they just, like, need each other, you know? I'm not... I'm not sure what I thought the lyric was on the first line, the take me back to the creek beds we turned up, but it is not, that's not what I thought she said at all. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I, I understood I, take me back to the creek beds, and then I just thought it was a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> I don't know what I thought she said instead of we turned up, but that, that's not it. <laughs> I kind of read it, and I was like, am I sure but, that's right? Okay, can somebody explain to me what creek beds are? Because I don't know what they are. Um, It's like, if, I mean, I've never actually like looked up like what a creek bed is, but it's it's like, like a bank of a river, like yeah, but like it's a creek, a creek instead of yeah. a river. They have okay. a lot of creeks in the south, and a lot yeah, of times, like, you know, creeks you'll have like, like fishing baby holes. rivers that are super oh. super tiny, and then the bed is like they're probably he's he's like driving off road basically in okay. his truck. Okay. I looked up the definition. It's a channel occupied or formerly occupied by a stream. So, yeah, that makes sense. It was. Okay. Yeah, that's a very, very southern line. Like a lot. Like that That yeah. line just screams like I'm in Nashville <laughs> or I'm in Tennessee, at least. I'm in, I'm in the south. <laughs> I think I just thought I barely I agree that I also didn't know that it's a creek beds. I think I, think I go back and listen to the yeah. song be like oh yeah that's what I thought she said I think, but I, I, think I, I thought she said take me back till we turned up like I don't know why I skipped creek beds, creek beds. but I just got take me you back you were like does not beds. compute you know what I, I don't know I don't uh, know whatever I mean I that's not it like that's not what I heard you mention that because I honestly didn't say that line either <laughs> Oh, so something that when you read the lyrics <laughs> something that like this chorus reminds me a lot of is the song mine off of yeah Sweet now when she um, talks about their first fight 
yes but also like that whole like the whole song like first yes the fight but like that whole song is about that transitionary period in your relationship and like when you're just like you're kind of you're young and you're in love and you're just getting by and you're scraping by and like basically like nothing like that kind of thing that's that's like what mine is talking about and like you know your first big fight like that and um you know they were in a small town in mine and so that whole song reminds me of just like that chorus you know I can just imagine it when they talk about like flash forward we're taking on the world together and there's a drawer of my things at your place you know like how you're starting to like make this life together yeah and stuff like that and you know we've got bills to pay we've got nothing figured out we're sitting there by the water you know like that kind of thing where it's like things are simple but they're starting to become more complicated with adult life problems a few years had gone and come around. We were sitting at our favorite spot in town, and you looked at me, got down on one knee. This reminds me of Love Story. It's so yeah. interesting, like, this song, for whatever reason, like, I just keep thinking about all of her other songs, because in a way, Taylor Swift has been trying to describe this love in a, a lot of her songs. She it's has, kind of and, like, she's gone back to this. This is pretty much, this kind of seems like her source material. This yeah. was the blueprint for what she believed, like, real love was. hmm Yeah, it is very reminiscent of Love Story, because I'm, when she does the twist, you know, like, this is the big twist, the big reveal in the story, she does the exact same thing, like, in The Bridge with Love Story as well. So, it's cool to see her being authentic and genuine, too, like, her true thoughts, and you see this pattern throughout her music of that like believing in fairy tales and love and having that very romantic ideal notion of love. So. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned almost every single album, like at least one song from each album, oh. almost, that she has, that, that this song reminds us of. Like there is a part of this song that like, oh, reminds us of some something from Lover, something from evermore or you know it, it the list goes on like it, it's kind of amazing that she can do that <laughs> like yeah yeah okay so the last and final chorus take me back to the time when we walked down the aisle our whole town came and our mamas cried you said i do and i did too Take me home where we met so many years before. We'll rock our babies on that very front porch after all this time, you and I. Ugh, I just love after all this time, you and I. That, like, really gets me in the heart. Mm-hmm. Me too. So it just, like, shows, like, them going through all these different seasons together. And just having that person as your rock and confidant, like, throughout, like, all of life's up and down, ups and downs. Like, that's literally, like, the best thing that you can you can have have and I feel like this this chorus is still like reminiscing like because now you're getting the sense like this is Mary's song this is Mary's story and her love story like it's not you know Taylor's point of view it's someone else's point of view and like I love that so she's I like the first line take me back to the time when we walked down the aisle you know it's like this memory solidified in her mind like I'm getting married so like I'm constantly thinking of this moment <laughs> like it's like, like you know it I don't know and and our mamas cried like god they were they were always rolling their eyes and laughing and now like it's switched and they're happy crying because yeah. they were right <laughs> also it's just like this is still very much mine you know Like, it's the same kind of concept that she talks about in mine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a, like, more romanticized version. Like, it's very real life, yes, but it's very, like, picturesque. Like, you're, you know, you're watching it like it's a cinematic, like, movie, like, like the notebook type of thing, you know, kind of with like a rose colored glasses almost. And then with mine, she's very honest about like hardship and fighting the hardships that they go through. Yeah. And like, not that this isn't honest because this is obviously their story, but you know, she's 
she probably left out all the most of the hard parts, you know, but um, this is like, you know, and I don't mean in a bad way, but it's very romanticized and I love it. Like my, I'm a <sighs> romantic myself. So, but like the, I think the main difference between this one and mine is just that mine's a little more like rough around the edges in terms of like bringing up, you know, the real life, like hard hardships you can go through. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say that "Take Me Home," where we met so many years before, it like it all circles back to like the first chorus. Yeah, like, in a way. Mm-hmm. So off of that, I was gonna like say when it says "Take Me Home" to where we met so many years before, we'll rock our babies on that very front porch, so in the same spot, you know, that they had met so many years before. I started thinking about this song and I was like, it reminds me of something in in her later music. And I was like trying to put like pin this down. It reminds me of Cornelia street at the very end where she says, you hold my hand on the street, walk me back to that apartment. Years ago, we were just inside barefoot in the kitchen, sacred new beginnings. That became my religion. Um, And like, we're like, I was just trying to think of this, like in Taylor's like mind, if she were to rewrite this song, like, about her and Joe, like what she would include. She would include stuff about most likely about Cornelia Street because this was that was their beginnings and you know, like where they like basically fell in love on that part of New York City and you know how that's like super near and dear to her heart. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I hope Taylor like, you know, she spends all like just like how she says in you you are in love, like I spent year. What is she, what is the line in, in the song? Like I, I spent years trying to describe. I spent and why you understand why I spent my they, whole life trying to put it into words. Yes, I've spent my whole life trying to put it into words. That feeling, mm-hmm. and this is the the feeling that like we've said this. It this is it, and like if she, I hope that you know, and I think she does in like the lakes and like songs where she's describing like her little oasis with with Joe. Like, I hope that she, you know, feels that. And, you know, we see it more and more. And especially, like, all of Reputation, I feel like, pretty much. Like, she's really... And Lover. Definitely Lover. Like, both... Like, she's just... I love it. I love love. And I love her expressing love. Yes, I love her sad songs. And I'm really appreciative that she's doing a bunch of, like... You know, fictional, like, stories in her newer work. But... I I just can't wait to hear all the kinds of love songs that she's going to write in the future that are like in that vein of like invisible string about Joe. I just can't wait. Ooh. Especially invisible string. Love, because it's almost like now she has that love that she was talking about before. Like actually yeah. has it. Invisible yeah. string is a good example too, I feel like, of like setting the scene of like going through a story. And connecting it to the end. Like, it's... God. This could be a whole freaking TikTok... We've talked about this, like, as a TikTok series. But seriously, this song has a lot of, like, parallels to a lot of her other songs. Yeah. Um. So the outro... I'll be 87, you'll be 89. I'll still look at you like the stars that shine in the sky. Oh, my, my, my. So, so cute. Because literally 80 years have passed and she's still looking at him the same way. Like, the love is still the same for her. Yeah, that's kind of what I get from this. I think this those song. are my favorite lyrics of the whole song. The outro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do we want to so move on to cute. favorite lyrics then? <laughs> I just like, yeah. love how it comes full circle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite lyrics are 2 a.m. riding in your truck and all I need is you next to me. Yeah, I really like that line. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like the one block wide line. This is like stay beautiful. Like it's hard to choose the favorite lyric because the whole the whole song is just it's so cute. Yeah. Like it's like and I like the slamming of doors instead of kissing goodnight because that is a little hint of realistic like there are so like you know, you're significant other, like, you have petty fights, and sometimes serious fights, and you know, you say, like, we've talked about this before, where you know, you're angry at each other and you should be, instead of, like, fighting, you know, you you don't want to be fighting. You want to, like, be loving each other, and, like, 
but that happens. It's normal. And it's, I think that it's cool that she still mentioned it in this lovey-dovey song. Whereas yeah. like we were talking how mine really draws all that out a little bit more, but this, even if it's just the one line, it's not all like sunshine right. and rainbows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this really just shows that like, they obviously like this couple, they obviously got their happily ever after that's, this is kind of final thoughts, but like the whole song really just high. It, it, it's their highlight reel almost, you know? So yes. like, obviously they probably had some not so great times and, you know, she kind of touches on that, but like, this is their love story. So they're going to talk about the, the happy times. But it's the idea that, sh- that, that she still looks to her soulmate, like the stars that shine in the yeah. sky after everything that they've been through. Yeah, that's like the special years, part. Yeah. yeah, everything they've been through, she's still looking at him exactly yeah. the same way. This could be the notebook, honestly. Like, if I really think about it, like, yeah, how it's. I mean, they in the notebook, Noah and Allie didn't meet as little kids, even as teenagers, but still, like it's notebook vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah, like for the sure. whole like them fighting and remember, like, because they in the notebook they fight like over stupid stuff when they were first started dating and then they you know I'm not gonna go into it but <laughs> still and, and then they you know the house that he built her it's so it's all romantic and it's all like full circle I also yeah. wanted to touch like when you were talking about a little bit earlier Lizzie like with the the fighting and like we get like a little hint of that I think that's what's so special about, about finding someone like in like when you're at your lowest point, which is what happened to Taylor with Joe, she wasn't, it's easy to like find happiness and people to date when you're like doing good or you feel your best, you know, but Taylor like stumbled across Joe when she was at like one of the worst and lowest points of her life. And they forged something so special at it together that they've been able to withstand so far, like the test of time. And like, they've already been through all this stuff. And I just feel like she probably looks at him this way still, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we know she thinks she he's gorgeous. So, yeah, I'm she, excited she to, to listen to this enough. re-recorded too because I wonder if she'll have like, you know, this. I and the couple that the song was written about, like, had like we've said, have probably definitely passed, and I wonder right. if like the family, you know, knows about how the song. I'm sure they do. The song was written about, you know, their relatives and. It's probably really special to the I'm family. Like, wondering it's a really if, cool thing. Yeah, I'm almost wondering if this song might, I don't want to say be better or re-recorded. That's not really what I mean. But I'm almost wondering if this song will be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because now it's almost like she has that same affinity to Joe as Mary had to her Person. significant other, you know? Maybe, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like uh, when we heard the... One recording or re-recording of a fearless song that was really lovey-dovey. I'm trying to think of it. I can't it think. Today was a fairy tale, or Jumping yes, Bob. today was a fairy today tale. Fairy. Like that song. You can hear was... her smiling. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I wonder if she. Yeah, I wonder. She might. I mean, her and Joe aren't quite like 87 and 89, but you know. <laughs> Not <yeah>. quite. <laughs> Not quite. That's the goal, right? But I wonder if you know, like, that's how she feels. I. I sure hope so. Yeah. All I ever wanted for Taylor was to find, like, happiness. All of us. Lizzie and Rebecca, did y'all do your favorite lyrics? I can't remember. I mean, I kind of said it throughout this, you know, like, I really like the two block wide, or one block wide. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) Hold on, I have to go through it. This song's, like, really lyric heavy. So, um... Which I love. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but like going back through, I can't just like easily scan all of a sudden. I do really like the um, 2 a.m. writing in your truck and all I need is you next to me. And it's just like the simple stuff. It just like goes back to like the basics of a relationship, you know, like you don't need all the fancy stuff that, you know, and that's something she references in Reputation, you know, about like not drinking out of fancy cups, but like they're just drinking out of like those plastic cups on the rooftop and stuff like that. And, you know, don't need fancy cars when you find that person. All you need is, like, them. So it's, like, really cool to see her reference that in King of My Heart, kind of. And then what Bailey said, um, I'll be 87, you'll be 89. I'll still look at you like the stars that shine in the sky. Oh, my, my, my. 
it's just really like sweet to think of like love that withstands the test of time because like you know as anybody knows when you go through like a long-term relationship like that you go through trials together like you have so many like things that can happen and um just the idea that they've been through life and they've gone through all these seasons together and that she's still just as in love with him as she was when they first like met and fell in love is just so incredible to think about and I think that's what everybody hopes for one day yeah I mean a lot of the times with like really successful long-term relationships like people will tell you like you have to choose that person every day like it's not always going to be easy now if it's really hard like maybe maybe it's not worth it but like if you go through trials every once in a while and it's not you know, it's not always going to be easy. Like, you're not always just going to be able to be like, oh, well, I love this person. And so obviously right. we're going to work out like, because like, it's more than just like surface, like love is enough, but it's also like work. It's you deep. have to work. It's, yeah. Yeah, it is. It 100%. Yeah. Sometimes love isn't enough, like in relationships, like you can love someone, but it like it, it takes work. It's, yeah. And love it, is should, like, it should sometimes it is hard work but it shouldn't be hard work every single day of your life so right, right. like not saying like make yourself miserable mm-hmm. but like yeah. you, you can't just expect it to be easy and like yeah because you love each other like it's still it's it's gonna be work so like love that lasts like you can still have that same feeling for them but at the same time like you can't just think that everything's gonna work out like because it's a commitment it's literally I mean obviously you know that it's a commitment because you get married but I'm rambling now so no but like that's (laughs) a really good point because it's like sometimes you see people who've been married like 50 years and they like laugh and joke and sometimes it's really easy to fall into complacency in marriage because like you get into this like routine and habits and like you go through dry spells like you know and just kind of like low points in marriage and sometimes it's a you just end up staying in those points and you know yeah you end up you're together for all this time but like you don't have that deep deep loves that that deep deep love is not active anymore you love that person but you're not deeply in love with them at, at that point and you so love it's really them, but you're not in love with them right and yeah. like and that happens at pretty much every point in somebody's marriage I would say but like sometimes for couples that is like prolonged and they just end up staying together because they're comfortable it's their lifestyle it's all they ever known like blah 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 like x y and z Mm -hmm. but like so the idea that these people have go through like all of this and still are actively in love at that age is just beyond like special and magical to think about i'm sure when they told taylor the story like Taylor definitely, like, hyped it up, too, and they probably didn't go into detail about, like, all the trials and tribulations they had. Like, I'm, I don't want to, like, make it sound like the couple, like, was, because they were probably just, you know, like, a, really, it was still really special, and, like, they did stand the test of time, but they probably also had a lot of stuff that Taylor probably didn't mention, because they probably didn't tell Taylor, (laughs) like, but, I mean, I think it, I think that's, leading into like my I've said on my favorite line but the fighting and the also the line about it is really hard to find the lyrics um take me back to the time when we walked down the aisle just because Lizzie's got weddings on the brain (laughs) yeah well I think that's a really like also just this it reminds me that this song is them looking back on those special moments of you know him proposing and you know, like them as kids, and like it's they're they're old telling Taylor this story. Like, I hope that one day, like I'm talking to my grandbabies or my grandbaby babies about like how you know Dan and I met, or like how you know like talking about. And of course, when you're older, you aren't. Uh, hopefully, when the goal is to look back and not remember all the bad stuff, like hopefully you have more good stuff than bad stuff, so that you can like romanticize it and make it even better than it even possibly was because (laughs) you want to remember the good parts more like yeah at the end of it yeah it's like Chandler said like this is like a highlight reel the song of the highlight reel like in what you're saying like looking back on like the really good moments and the really special times it doesn't negate 
all that they've been through though yeah you know what I mean like me and Jesse have a great marriage but I still remember our first fight and it was stupid and it was in Target and it was over a vacuum that was our first like married fight like that and it was like a big deal I was so mad at him because I was like I wanted to get like a nice vacuum because I feel like it's important to invest in certain things and I feel like that vacuums are one of them I'm also kind of like a person that likes to clean a lot and he didn't want to spend the money because we were in college and everything and I said I finally like got super annoyed at him because he had told me we could get this one kind of vacuum and then once we got there he was like no we're not going to do that and I finally was just like gave up and I was like fine I don't care what we get as long as the color is not red and it's not a dirt devil and you know what the hell we came home with a red dirt devil (laughs) then and he didn't live that down. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Anyways. Me and Kelly's first fight after we got married was over the fact that he said when we bought a house or had a house with a backyard, um, our dogs were going to be outside dogs. And I didn't like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All because he said that when we had a fence, he wanted the dogs to be outside dogs. And I did not want our dogs to be outside dogs. Well, look who won that one. Yeah, was me. <laughs> right? but yeah that was our first married fight all right any final thoughts um the secret message yes for this song is sometimes love is forever oh cute that's so sweet but also kind of sad (laughs) sometimes (laughs) yeah the sometimes like i get why she was definitely jaded you can see that shining through and I, you know, this might have been, like, <laughs> a direct response to, like, should have said no, because, you know, that was added on at the last second. So she really been, could have been going through, like, her boyfriend, you know, like, her whoever, like, cheating on her, and then she's writing this song, and she's, like, bitterly, like, oh, I wish this was me, <laughs> you know, like, right. sometimes, you know. Yeah. But when you're, when you're, like, 16 and things don't work out with, like, boys or whatever, like, it's, it's very easy to get jaded. Yes, it's, like, the end of the world, for yeah. sure. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't even want to think about how I was at that age. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah. We lived for the drama. <sighs> I did. I truly did. That's the worst part about it. Like, I'm pretty sure I told you guys the story of, like the guy that I was dating when I was like a freshman and he did something that made me really mad and for Valentine's Day he got me a rose and I ripped it up like petal by petal and put it in the I remember tr- you telling this story yeah. for- <laughs> like Rebecca said how can I make the situation worse <laughs> uh-huh. right. I'm gonna make this more emotional I remember Mia was with me and she was just like <laughs> oh god Okay, we're all, like, yawning so yeah, bad. I'm, I'm so tired. This is the longest fucking day ever. <laughs> I've been up since, like, five. Like, Okay, well, I have not been up since five, but I am literally a, an old Power. woman, so I have to get my sleep. Yeah, same. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Look out for our next episode where we continue our exploration of Taylor Swift's debut album with our song. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok to get updates on next episodes. Handles for our social media accounts can be found in the description. Thanks for listening. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Everybody sounded (laughs) so, like, dead when they said bye. I am very tired. I promise we love you guys and we love doing this. We made <laughs> we the poor decision to start the self. first 40 minutes of recording uh, talking right. about nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.